Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole youth. We are back in the community, and it has been a blast. It has been. This month, we focused on men's health, and you guys just took over and ran the house. We sure tried. It was strange <laughs> being on this side of the mic all this time, I'll tell you that. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed having you, you as my co-host. It I was, did, too. It was no, really I, cool. I, really yeah. I learned a lot on mm-hmm. your side, too, oh, learning yeah. all the engineering part of it and mm-hmm. production, so <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much. But let's see. I mean, we went all over the place. Yeah. We connected a lot of dots this month. Yeah, I know for me, I learned a lot. Yes. I even learned some valuable tips that we can implement in our family Mm -hmm. for our children. And so it wasn't just a personalized connect the dots. We connected dots for our family and we're able to take that forward. That was really kind of cool. Let's see. Where did we start out this month? You got everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's been a journey. Dr. Seard. We started out in Nashville, Tennessee with Dr. Seard and urology. We then jet set it to Los Angeles mm-hmm. with comedian Jonathan Slocum and talked about how laughter is the best medicine and pulled in that physiology of laughter and breathing and mm-hmm. how it can even lower blood pressure and reduce mm. stress. So I believe that it's the best medicine because it has no side effects. Our body has some great chemicals that it's longing to release to make us feel better and yes. live better. But, you know, we just got to do it. That's it. <laughs> we got to let it, it, let it That's out. That's it. Let it out. Then we came back Mm -hmm. to the DMV, talked with Dr. Reginald Barnes, and he talked about the window to our soul, Mm -hmm. the eyes. I know for us, if you could see, there wasn't no need to go to the eye doctor. Right. And uh, that's one thing we learned. Little kids need to go. Mm -hmm. Even if their eyesight is quote unquote perfect, if you think they see well. But there could be a lot of physiological things that they could pick up on that you won't know of. And just like you say, it's the eyes are the window. Eyes are the window to the soul. They can tell you so much else that's going on with your body as well. So we learned Absolutely. a lot about that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. After we spoke with Doctor Barnes, we stayed in the DMV and spoke with a, a classmate of ours. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> Doctor Naim Newman. And we tackled the topic of colon cancer. Yeah, a, a very sobering topic for me as I discussed in that episode. Yes, that really yes. hits home for me. Yes, and yeah. he made it very practical mm-hmm. how we can, he talked about screening, right. talked about prevention. Mm-hmm. That statistic he threw out was pretty powerful. You can't argue with that. Yes, you know, pretty powerful, yeah. pretty powerful. And now we took a trip down to Alabama, yeah, my home, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did a, another outside the box episode. You think? Yeah. You think? <laughs> <laughs> we swung on over and spoke with the Dapper Dude, mm-hmm. Mr. DJ Ramey, as I know him, or Derek Ramey, mm-hmm. who is the owner and operator of the Dapper Dude. Right. And you're going to tell us a little bit more about him in a little while. Um, but let's talk about what's going on with the with the podcast for the summer. What's going on with us? We can be doing some big things this summer. This summer is going to truly be a summer of growth okay. for the house community. So 
you know, look forward um, in the months of August. Um, you can see some big things coming from us. So I'm really excited about that. That's going to be really cool. Really yeah. cool. Our anniversary is coming up in July. July wow. 6th will wow. mark a year since we released our first episode. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> a lot has changed since then, boy. A lot has changed. We've learned a lot. We're mm-hmm. growing. And so for the summer, we're going to be able to release from our archives so mm-hmm. people can, can catch up, can um, connect their own health dots, listen to some personal stories of people's medical challenges, how they learned about their challenges, what they did to get through them, mm-hmm. and then connect the physiology behind it yeah. through our field of experts, so to mm. speak, that we've collected That's over true. this last year. You can listen to Dr. Um, Andrew, um, sorry, Dr. Andrews, Dr. Mm-hmm. Um, I call him Eddie Andrews, mm-hmm. but Newton Andrews, cardiologist. Right. He talked about the pump several times or a yeah. couple of times on our, our podcast and really talked about um, the physiology and made it very practical. Yes. Um, he's can, a good teacher. He's a very good teacher. Very yeah. good teacher. And like I said, we have some other experts in our community that sat down with us and helped us connect a lot of dots. Yeah. A lot of dots. So as we're releasing through the summer, you know, touch it, touch base with us, guys. Please um, do. You know, Please we have do. our email address. That's realdoc74 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's R-E-A-L-D-O-C 74 at gmail.com. Whatever platform you listen to the House Call podcast on, just write us a review. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we can change. Mm -hmm. Um, Let us know what topics you would like for us to tackle and connect those dots. Mm -hmm. I'm looking here and I have a a review that someone left and and I'm really humbled by it. It says, when it comes to our health and medical issues, my eyes usually glaze over. There's so many terms, phrases, and ideas that sail over my head. Not so with House Call with Dr. Mack. Dr. Mack's easygoing, quote-unquote, bedside manner makes even the most complex ideas easy to understand. This is my go-to medical reference. Hmm. And that was entitled Informative and Easy to Follow by S-Crop. Wow. So those are the type of things that we love to hear. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll be for that because that's the essence of what we want to do. Yes. We really want to yes. distill it down to um, to take home messages, things Absolutely. that are practical for you that you're going to use. And, you know, if I must say so, they're right. You do a good job of that. So Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So why don't you tell us about our episode today? I tell you, this was my talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you if you're tired of me saying how much fun I had this with this month. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, this is another one where I had a lot of fun. Uh, we talked to Derek Ramey Jr. Um, I may have met him before in Huntsville. If not, I'm definitely meet him when we go down there for the summer. But he um, he runs his own um, accessories, men's accessories line. Everything is handmade. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to go check him out on Instagram. He's underscore Dapper Dude, D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-D-E underscore. That's at Instagram. And if you go there, you'll pretty much find him, um, find everything else. Mm-hmm. But his website is also thedapperdudecollection.com. Um, I actually purchased um, some things from him. You may have noticed that on my Instagram. 
Um, very happy with the quality of workmanship. Um, yes. And, yeah, you know, and trust me, impressive. when I say I bought from his website, this isn't just some promotional stuff. You know, we I paid for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that I did. <laughs> it was good stuff. Um, and the quality of workmanship again and customer service, you know, I, I, being a business owner, just love seeing people doing their thing with their own businesses. So I was really excited, you know, very happy. Can't wait to go to Huntsville and feel some of the other ties and everything else. I hope I don't get myself into too much trouble. (laughs) You need to set a budget, (laughs) set a good budget for me. But, um, so we had a good conversation with him. We talked about fashion. We talked about what he does, Mm -hmm. you know, how he kind of got started in this, um, and we got some good tips. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun again. And, it you know, I, I think you guys really enjoy this episode. I think so, too. So let's get started. Let's sit down. Let's have this conversation. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It has been a power-packed month. This June, it's been Men's Health Month. We have journeyed from urology to laughter to... What else have we done? We've done oncology, surgical oncology. We have done ophthalmology. We've touched on diabetes, hypertension... And now we are wrapping it all up and putting a nice little bow, so to speak, on everything. And we are here in the community. Yeah, you like that, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're here in the House Call community with Dapper Dude, none other than Derek Ramey Jr. Welcome to the community, Derek. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. This is awesome. This month has been a full circle month for me in so many different ways. A lot of the guests that have sat down in our community, I have a personal connection with. And it goes again with this guest. I remember when DJ, if that's okay, if I call you DJ, (laughs) because you're all grown and married now and entrepreneur. (laughs) But I remember when DJ used to come into... Uh, what was it? C um, DLRC or CAA? Yeah, DLRC CAA. Our moms worked together on the campus, and so all of us would come up after school, and we would, you know, come around the office. We had to do our homework. We had to make sure that certain things were done. And I look up years later, and I see this dapper dude guy, and he has some really sharp accessories for men. Lapel pins, pocket pieces, bow ties. I'm like, huh, who is this? Well, I look behind the scenes and it's DJ. And I am so excited and proud of you, DJ. This is awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. You, you, you're doing your thing. You really are. So can you give us a little introduction to Dapper Dude? What is Dapper Dude? And how did it get started? Um, well, basically Dapper Dude, of course, um, I hand make bow ties, lapel pins, pocket squares, uh, pretty much the gamut of, of men accessories. Um, I started it basically just looking for 
uh, bow ties. I was just getting into bow ties, and um, I couldn't find the ones that I liked. Mm. So um, I went and found one that was just kind of a random bow tie. I kind of took it apart, uh, kind of figured out the how, how they made it, and went backwards. And that's pretty much how I made my first bow tie. And um, someone asked me, you know, where did I get it from? I said, I made it. They were like, well, we want one. You know, mm. can, can you make one for me? So that was basically how it started. I made it for a quartet group um, in Huntsville, Alabama. That was my first order, I guess, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much how I started. My brothers posted it on Instagram. People asked for it, so I pretty much had to get going right from there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you awesome. hand make? You make all your stuff now? Yes, just um, everything's made right here in my uh, my living room. Uh, wow. I make um, all the pieces and on my machine. I took my machine from my wife and I started to use it. Um, I take it over, but uh, but it's for a good cause. I guess she's okay with it now. <laughs> <laughs> now I I am familiar with your family background. Now your grandmother, your mother's mother, um, did she? Was she a seamstress herself? Did she? Did you get any type of guidance? Do you remember growing up having any type of um, sewing in your in your family? Is is does that have any influence in what you do now? Well, um, it was more so my dad's mom. Your dad's mother, who did yes, most, yes. Most of the sewing that that I know of. I, I don't remember uh, my mother's um, mom making. Well, no, no, she did. She made the um, robes and everything for the. For the children's choir, she was over that for years. Mm. So, so actually, on both sides of the family, um, there are some seamstress and tailors and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I did get um, influence from from my grandparents, and just you know, I knew they did it. I didn't actually sit there and watch them do it, mm-hmm. which you know, you look back and you're like, you know, I wish I had. You know, that always happens. Yeah, yeah. But at least you know, it was in the family you know, kind of passed down it in the bloodline to even be able to do it. So, because I, I haven't had any training on it. So, um, I just had to kind of sit and teach myself how to do it. You know, just kind of watch people ask questions. You know, I'm not too afraid to fail. So, you know, mm. that always helps. That, now that's a great point. Yes. Not too afraid to fail. I, I kind of want to linger there a little bit. It seems like sometimes people get hung up in oh my goodness, I'm going to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do it right. But you were kind of thrust into this this stage almost. You said, oh, you did it. Somebody asked about it, and your brothers kind of <laughs> gently prodded yeah. you along. And you just had to do it. You didn't, and you said you weren't afraid to fail. I believe that's one of the keys to success is that I heard um, Dave Ramsey one time. I listened to his podcast series on entrepreneur, um, Entree Leadership podcast series. is one of, um, one of the brands under his big Dave Ramsey brand. And he said the difference between the Peyton Mannings out there, the difference between the Zig Ziglers out there is that all of us have a pile of failures or disappointments. It's just that they're standing on top of theirs and not letting it be on top of them. And I believe that, that you actually took that opportunity and you have that mindset. And so with not being afraid to fail has really helped to keep you putting one foot in front of the other and become a success that you already have and continue to be. And I just want—I just wanted to take that time to make that point. I think that we should really remember that 
that success is just a whole bunch of different failures that we kind of string together and we learn from them. Right. Exactly. You, can, you, you really, I mean, you go to school to kind of learn because you don't know already. So mm -hmm. that's pretty much what a failure, at least to me it is. It's kind of a learning experience. Um, it's more so something that I had to teach myself, but, mm -hmm. you know, it still is a learning experience. And as long as you learn from it and don't do it again, whatever was wrong. As long as you don't do it again and improve upon it, at least, you know, I, I think that it all ends up a win in the end. Okay, D D um, DJ, I want us to start meandering over and, and connecting a dot of, of health, you know, with okay. entrepreneurs, those that are the go-getters, they kind of um, start pushing themselves a little bit. They see, okay, something needs to be done, I can do it, or get a team of people to do it. I want to make sure, like you said, I, I do it right the next time. I learn from my mistakes. In that atmosphere, sometimes we're not that great with taking care of ourselves. True. Yeah. So I was wondering, are there some things that you do that you take time to make sure that you're either, you know, taking a, a walk every now and then, um, something that you enjoy, um, something personal that you enjoy that kind of help keep that three-pronged stool balance of, you know, your health, your mental capacity, and the physical, as well as the spiritual? I mean, if there's something you can think of that helps you keep stable, could you share that with our community? Well, I think personally for me, um, I, when I worked at um, like a nine-to-five quote-unquote job, it was a little more stressful. How I'm doing it now is less, a lot less stressful. I get to spend more time with my family, um, that whole aspect of that um, area. So really, I think um, no stress, less stress, which, of course, even in the entre entrepreneurial vein you can have stress but I have a lot less stress than I used to have so mm. um and I I know for a fact well I won't say for a fact I know that I don't see too many stressed out people in good health so um yeah. that's the thing for me you know trying to keep the stress off and this has actually helped me you know as far as that goes because I, I can call my own hours of course I have I have deadlines still mm -hmm. but you know I don't do well with someone saying, hey, you have to. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to kind of, you know, make my way. So this, this, it helps me out. And I can go out and walk around the neighborhood with the kids or by myself or with a dog or something <laughs> like that when, when I like to. So I think that um, lowering stress, and I'm not a doctor, but I think that lowering stress definitely helps as far as health goes in, in, my, in my view. That's good stuff, man. Now, as far as fashion goes, you know, I was never the type of guy who was um, on the cutting edge when it comes <laughs> to fashion. Okay. I, I'll be honest, today is our 13th year yes. anniversary. Yes, it is. And I must say, Keisha's really um, helped me over the last, uh, I guess, 14, 15 years now to, you know, um, to, to get out of my comfort zone as far as my clothes yeah. goes. Um, but one question I wanted to ask you, in terms of fashion... Um, you know, who, there's no other, I don't have a better way to ask this, but who sets it? Who who makes the trends? Who exactly says, okay, here's what things are going to be this season. Here's mm -hmm. what's going to be mm -hmm. in fashion. Just curious, where does that come from? You know, that's actually a great question that I don't actually know the answer to. 
Mm-hmm. And I'll, I can tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as fashion goes, I know um, with my parents, they never really said, hey, you have to wear this. Hey, you have mm-hmm. to wear that. Mm-hmm. They kind of let us decide. Mm-hmm. So it's more so, you know, I see something visual that I like. And if it comes together well, are awesome. I try that. I keep doing that again. So, and of course, I'll see somebody wearing something, and, and it'll look nice. And I'll think in my mind how it will complement whatever is in the closet. But I really don't know who necessarily determines, like you know, hey, you're gonna wear this now, you're gonna wear that now. I think it's just more so, you know, if if a um, a famous person wears it, people start to kind of, you know, follow that vein. And then people kind of build upon it, and then it just becomes a, a big thing. So really, it, I guess it really is media that kind of influences it mm-hmm. the most. Now, whether or not you want to do the, the whole trend thing, that's 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 a whole nother uh, ball game. <laughs> if you want to, you know, stick with the trends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these trends, trust me, yeah. it's not it's not, it's not, it's not, it's yeah. not a disease, you know. Yeah. No, I do have a follow-up question mm-hmm. to that. Um, so in terms of also for, I guess what you what I hear you saying too is what you feel, you know, what you yeah. put on that feels. Um, but then, you know, sometimes I guess you should stretch yourself in terms of, you know, if you see something that, that may not, because I'll be honest with you, some of the patterns, you know, I was the one who, when I grew up, it was a plain shirt, you know, right. your tie could have a little bit of something <laughs> in it, but that was it. Now I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. But I'll go in my closet and be like, hey, okay. Just like you say, I see, I saw an NBA player wearing something, you know, it seemed to work for him. My closet, you know, this kind of works, so I'm going to put it together. And I'll wear it out, and people be like, oh, that's fly. I'll be like, real? Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, if you say so, and I'll continue doing it. So, yeah, I definitely see a point with that. Now, quick question for you with your accessories. Yeah. Um, Just like the... uh, I know the, um, uh, what do you call them now, the flower. The lapel pins. Yeah, the lapel pins and everything like that. The patterns that you Mm -hmm. get, you know, the cloth that Mm -hmm. you use for your patterns. Um, Is it just a matter of, you know, you go to whoever your supplier is and just whatever you feel? Or where do you get the inspiration from with some of your designs? Um, That is exactly what it is. Like, I'll look at the colors in in the actual material mm-hmm. and kind of like it, it kind of jump out at me and kind of I can see those colors working together with other items that's usually how I choose um, whatever material, materials I'll use um, I know like it's, it's really hard for me to style people because of the fact that um, I pick things based off of feel mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard you know I, I'll get up and be like you know I feel this way today, so maybe I'll put this on. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I can't just say, hey, uh, you should wear this with this, with this, with this. So that, that's always been a hard thing for me. It's, it really is just, hey, this kind of jumps out at me right now. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, see how this works out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And the ones that don't work, you just never see. <laughs> that, that's a real talent, man, because you have some uh, pieces that are really yeah, appreciate showing yeah. me some stuff last night. I was like, whoa. Right. That, I'm glad we, we've, we've mm-hmm. segued over into this is because you have a new line that's come out This um, that just came out June the 1st. And you were giving us little teasers, nice little teasers through Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) And 
I'm telling you, DJ, my mouth was like, oh my goodness, these are so nice. I'm really impressed. <laughs> I really am. So can you tell us about your new line that's come out? Um, I've added, um, it's going to be about 10, 10 to 12 new lapel pieces um, to the site. It, it takes me a long time to add them um, because... Um, I'm trying to carefully select them to where they're actually uh, pieces that will actually stand out or complement uh, mm. different outfits. Um, but yeah, I have uh, about 10 to 12 new lapel pieces. Um, those are also handmade. Um, and they actually, I've priced them pretty well. They, they start at about $15 and they go mm -hmm. up from there. But I try to price them where, you know, people can actually afford them and mm -hmm. not have to think twice, you know, um, is my spouse going to be upset if I buy them or whatnot? You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everybody will be happy, you know, so, um, and, and it'll be okay as far as we make them, so. Okay. Now, DJ, you have had the privilege of being introduced into a very high-profile world with your accessories. You've had several people to come out wearing your accessories at some pretty, um, pretty main events. Can you give us a couple of the people I know? We one of them I know personally is Jonathan Slocum. He yeah. absolutely loves you. After our recording, I wish I still had it going on, but I told him you were going to be on the show, and he was like, oh, my goodness, that is my dude. He was just going on and on and on about you. So Jonathan Slocum has been a big proponent of you. Can you give us some other other people that a lot of people would know? I mean, I don't want to be sound cliche-ish, you know, celebrities, but yeah. tell us that industry that has, has now embraced your, your Dapper Dude accessories. Well, like you said, Jonathan, of course, has been a big, uh, a big, big, big supporter, and he's actually been the one introducing um, the pins to a lot of people, so I, I definitely appreciate him for that. Um, I actually had a call from um, Dave Hollister. Um, he allowed me to make a couple pins and bow ties for him, so that was really, really cool. Um, and then Anthony Anderson, um, he wore a pin on the, in, what was it called, uh, I know it was uh, BET, one of the BET uh, NAACP awards. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, he worked for, for that event. And then most recently, um, I had the opportunity to make some lapel pins and pocket squares for uh, VH1's Love and Hip Hop uh, wedding with uh, Yandy and uh, Mandisi. So that was the most recent one, which is a big blessing as well. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. I saw some of the Instagram posts from both of those uh, people that you talked about, and I was, again, just like, go DJ! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely been a big blessing. Oh, yes. So we've, we, you talked about your, you know, how this all came to be the inception, and now it's growing. So, and you also talked about how you have decided on a market value and how everybody can be happy. Where can they find your accessories? Well, um, I actually um, have a new website name, which is thedapperdudecollection.com. Um, all my inventory uh, can be found there. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at uh, underscore dapperdude underscore. And, of course, on uh, Facebook, um, it is just Dapper Dude, and it's spelled uh, capital D-A-P-P-E-R, 
P-E-R, capital D-U-D-E, no spaces. Awesome, awesome. Now, we usually have those guests that come into our community to sit down in the community and give us a, a tip of the day. We usually talk about, um, and it's up to our guests, you can, you can talk about either fashion, style, or, I'm sorry, honey, you know what, I'm going to go back. DJ, hold on, before we go there, I want to talk about how it makes you feel. Mm. I'm okay. sorry, DJ, I really wanted to get this point. So, I had, I had my own epiphanetic moment about a week ago, and I was able to link it to how I was dressing, what I have come to find out and what I've come to realize is I feel that, in my opinion, what we put on the outside can heavily influence the way we feel on the inside. And I say it that way because when you are not feeling so great, you know, maybe it's just not going your way or, or even for women, you know, we're, oh, I don't feel so, so petite, (laughs) to say the least. But if we go in and you comb your hair, you get up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you know, those basic maintenance things. But if you take the time to put on a piece of clothing that makes you feel good, I have come to find out, in my opinion, that what you put on the outside can really influence what goes on on the inside. And I believe that, I don't have any scientific data, but I believe that there is a connection between that biochemically. I believe that there are endorphins that are released in our brain that help to bathe certain aspects of our brain that help us to then be able to turn around and turn the tide of our mood even. Mm. And so have you noticed, DJ, I just want to ask you, have, how, how do you, do you notice when your clients put on that lapel, put that pocket piece in, put that bow tie on, or you help them put, pull together a look just right for them? Do you see them stand up a little straighter? Do you see them smile? Do you see a pleasantness come over their face? I'm just wondering. You, you do. You really do. It's, it's kind of strange. Like, you'll see uh the smile go from, you know, the lips being kind of straight across to turning up toward the eyes, you know, <laughs> the smile get really, 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 really big when it comes together well. And I don't know, you you know when, you know, the look is is right. Mm-hmm. And it just it just makes you feel good to have accomplished a good look and you know that it's going to look good. Um, and it's not necessarily about, and it, I don't think that it should be about, but it's not necessarily about um, how people are, are looking at you with it on. Mm-hmm. But it's about, hey, you know, I know that I'm decent, presentable, clean, and, yes. and ready to go out. And yes. even if no one else likes it, I like it. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's the most important part about it. And that's why people have their individual style, because it's something that they can be proud of and, and they like how it makes them feel. Gotcha. All right, one last question from me. Um, I read somewhere, heard somewhere that the most important part of your wardrobe is really a good tailor, is that you yeah. know getting your clothes to fit well. Um, so it may not have to be the most expensive piece of clothing, but it needs to fit well. Can you just talk about that for a little bit, the importance of the correct fit and, and what you should look for in a tailor? That is the absolute most important thing, I, I think. Um, I guess you agree as well. Um, I am best friends with my tailor. Um, <laughs> um, and it, it really, like, 
go to, I usually shop at a thrift store. Um, that's where I get most of my clothes, um, most of my suits. And you can't tell the difference if I went to a a big name store or if I went to a thrift store by the time the, uh, the tailor gets done with it because it actually fits. It fits the individual and it gives it that custom look. Um, and really, if you go to a, a big name store and buy it off the rack, nine times out of ten, it still is not going to look, you know, crispy and clean on that particular mm-hmm. person. So finding a tailor is actually one of the most important aspects of, of fashion because you'll notice like in um, ads how most of the clothes fit really, really tight. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that you need to wear something that's really, really tight on you, but it looks very, very precise and clean in the picture. So that's what um, that's what people are looking for. That's what they see, and, and it just looks very, very clean. Mm. That That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. So looking at our time, before we leave, before we let you go, back to putting together that wonderful collection, because I know after this airs, you're, you're going to get some, some traffic to that <laughs> website, <laughs> if not from the McMillan household. For sure. <laughs> What we usually ask our guests to give our community a tip of the day. It can be a tip about fashion or it can be a tip about being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, going after your goals, your dreams or whatever you feel that you want to leave with our with our community. So if you could give our community a tip of the day. Okay. well, um. The tip that I have is basically the slogan of my company, which is clean, classic, and simple. Um, I use that, I guess, as a model for people who sometimes are really good at, at dressing themselves or might not be that great. If you can follow, you know, the slogan of being clean, classic, and simple, you'll always look presentable, nice. If you're clean, you know, that's definitely going to be noticeable. If you're classic, you're not going to have to change up your wardrobe, you know, every 10 years or every however many years because that's this classic is always going to be in style and if you keep it simple uh you're not going to um kind of you're not you're pretty much you're just not going to look crazy you're going to just going to stay simple yeah. clean and classic no, that's, good. that's great yeah. i like that so house call community we've been in the community with dapper dude he gave you the the way to connect with him follow him on instagram he gave you his social media presence we're going to put that in our show notes again i know that he gave some great tips you're probably going to want to go back re-listen to this i suggest you get a pen a paper and jot some things down so till next time till we see you guys here in the community bye now